Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love. And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design. We'd like to offer you inspiration, information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together. So buckle up or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Love Human Be Spirit. We're excited to be back recording today in the love month. How are you today, Monique? I'm doing good. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, new listeners. Um, How are you, Amy? I'm hanging in there. It's been a very challenging week. And so I'm excited that we're doing this. It's always very therapeutic. So me too. Me too. It's been a challenging week for me too. And um, so I threw it back to you so fast there because (laughs) it's, uh, you know, it's, it's February is a short month and, you know, goes by really fast and you know that's why we you know we are trying to focus on the love and that aspect of it and remember that and that you know that goes right into what we're going to be recording about today because um we are going to be recording about something pretty cool I thought Amy sent me a podcast episode a while back and I finally listened to it because she's always like 18 episodes ahead of me and everything manifester living you know um but that's cool because when I get to it I do and then I'm always then I bring it back around to her and it's good because she has emotional authority you know she's had time to process things and we talk about it again and here we are and this is a from uh, Mel Robbins podcast that Amy turned me on to and um uh it the episode is about retraining your mind, resetting your mind. Um, And it's a great episode. Highly recommend listening to it. Amy turned me on to Mel Robbins in general. Um, But there's one part of the episode that for me stood out when I was listening to it. And I mentioned to Amy that I thought this would be a really cool, um, you know, love centered February month, heart centered episode. Uh, because she's literally talking about hearts in the episode. And and uh, this piece of the episode goes, she she goes on to invite her listeners. And now we're, in, I guess, inviting you probably, right, to do this. Because I've been doing it. And I think it's really cool uh, to do this exercise where you kind of get to prove to yourself that resetting your mind is possible um, in this really small, cute, fun way. Um, that, that will like really kind of blow you away. I think, you know, so she invites us to look for hearts in our daily life. Um, and, and that could be from like a pattern on a shirt to like a leaf to, I don't know, a cloud shaped like a heart to, you know, your dog's like something she said, your dog's like spot on him or something in her episode. She said the example, um, anything really, you know, the, the point here that she invites you to do is just, you know, intentionally every day, 
um, look for hearts, look for hearts around you because we're living in this incredible world that has shapes and all kind of all kinds and things around us to look at. And we're often in our minds, not looking at everything around us, right? We all know this feeling. And by just by doing that, you know, the invitation of just look for hearts, I, I mean, it does two things in, it, to me immediately. It makes me one, become present, become more present in the moment immediately. You know, I have to look for hearts. You have to be actively in your body looking for hearts with your eyeballs and at the things around you taking in your environment. So immediately I'm more present. And second, it allows me to have fun. And then, I mean, obviously, I guess third, the third and the point of her podcast episode is it resets your mind to show you that you can find whatever, because this leaf that I just noticed out back from my house has always had heart-shaped leaves on it, right? They didn't just appear there because I'm doing this fun little game now, but now I notice. And so that goes with everything in life, right? And, you know, when I sent this uh, voice memo to Amy about this episode idea, I said, you know, it's kind of like that phenomenon where like when you get a new car, like a new type of car or any, not doesn't have to be a new car, any car, like that brand or that uh, whatever model, you like start to see it right all over. Whereas maybe before you didn't, because now you have, you know, and like, it's just, it's kind of that brain. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not quoting any science things here, but I think it's that like brain phenomenon where you like, you notice what you notice, you notice what you pay attention to. And this goes align, I think with human design, because our perspective, our environment, our, um, the way that our brain participates in that active or passive, all of that plays, I think, into this. And so, you know, with that, the idea that just looking for hearts in your daily life could do those three things for me really quickly, make me more present, allow me to have fun and allow me to show myself that it's possible to really like reset your mind to what you're noticing around you at any given moment. It's pretty cool that you can just do that in one little game that you play with yourself daily and nobody has to know you can do this by yourself you could do this with your child I invited my daughter right away to do this and of course since she's a cute adorable brilliant little projector she was like wait mom can you do this with anything immediately said back to me and I'm like yep that's the whole point like you know and she's like you can look for stars I'm like yeah anything though anything like and when and furthermore when things are dark or hard or challenging um, or confusing or unbearable or um, just struggly when they're like that, um, you, you know, doing this can I don't, remind you that, that you, you still get to focus on what you want to focus on, even when it's hard. And although that is the hardest time to do this right so that I think that that goes back to that resetting of your brain though you know we're um we're showing ourselves that although there are hard things that I'm struggling with and although I'm lost and confused and although this feels completely fucking unbearable and although I don't know how I'm gonna do the next thing or whatever I mean I could still like look for hearts and show my brain that I'm like able to see what I want to see. So if I can find hearts and that means I should be by like, that should stand to reason. I should be able to find 
you know, happiness or abundance, whether that's in myself, whether that's in my, you know, home, whether that's in my life somewhere, like acknowledging a relationship that I have that, you know, like, I, I don't know, it goes back to that, like, practice of like, it kind of ties in with gratitude and like a, a little bit with, I think, understanding um, your yourself and your surroundings and stuff. That was a lot. So you go no, ahead. I love, now. It. <laughs> love it because you tied a lot of things together there, including your own lived experiences, which, you know, we say all the time, we do that in this podcast for sure. And I think we'll definitely, you know, the, the link for this episode is in the show notes, give huge props to Mel Robbins. I had the really unique opportunity to meet her a few years ago. And she's always been, I used to say, I'm going to be the next Mel Robbins. I just think she's really got a cool vibe. And I do a lot of mindset work with my clients. So I connect with that. And I love, she's, um, she has a kind of like the no fucks to give energy too, which I really respect and appreciate and, you know, has been through a lot in her own life. And she's, um, at a point in her life where she shares it very openly, which, um, I would love to know her design. I'm sure she's a sacral, but I'm thinking maybe Manjin and that kind of thing, which we'll get into that at some point. Cause you and I have talked a lot about doing celebrity stuff. So, but I think some of the essence of um, where, you know, I shared this episode with Monique and then Monique springs back to me, hey, I think there's, you know, an episode idea in here and surrounding the fact that this is the month a lot about love and definitely infusing into it that Monique and I are constantly and very intentionally infusing self-love into everything we do and offering that. And so this is a way that you can connect with retraining your mind to find things that ways for you to love yourself. And so with finding hearts each and every time, it's like when you see it, like almost energetically grab it and hold it to your own heart type of practice, like solidify that. Thank you. And she gives an example. And so, you know, if this is a trigger warning that this is a tough month for people that may not be in relationship or has come out of a challenging relationship, she referenced um, where two people um, walk into, you know, let's just say a restaurant and one who wants to be in relationship only sees the couples that are together. So there's, she's in the mindset of lack and what she doesn't have, where the other one sees the opportunity that there are so many other people in there that are not in relationship. And this is the opportunity to retrain that thought process. And mm -hmm. when I heard her say that, I literally fired off in my mind, that's conditioning. You're looking for the thing that you wish you had. And so this is an opportunity to, and you said it beautifully, Monique, it's the gratitude piece of it. It's like, we still so much of us do not even have grasped the power that we have with what goes on in our mind is all ours of everything that we feel out of control with. We do have control of that. And I love little eight-year-old Mia. Who's like, wait, can we do this with anything? You know, it's just like, how expansive that already is for her at you know, eight years old and how powerful that is. But this can be very illuminating for us to be able to recognize really where our mindset is. And if it's always in the negative, what a great opportunity to say, all right, fine, fuck it. I'll try this stupid little game. And she even references that as a stupid little game because she hears the logic in someone else who's like, oh, really, Mel? Like, this is going to do the thing. What do you have to lose? Mm -hmm. What do you have to lose? And if hearts are not your thing, which, you know, yes, this is a really easy month to find them. You can go anywhere and you're going to see places blasted with hearts, right? Because, you know, the, but you can pick something else and 
this is a way to connect with your intuition. This is a way to connect with the understanding and starting to trust yourself. And then what you do with that information is all yours. You know, I referenced in the beginning of this that it's been a challenging week. And I really toyed with whether I was going to bring this up or not. And I, I think it's important. And I think that's why it hit such a nerve. This was another one of those times where when Monique offered this, I was like, well, if I had a sacral, it just jumped out, you know, like it jumped. It was like, yes, I want to do that. And and I can hear, you know, people, yes, we all have it within us. We just don't have it consistently. Okay. <laughs> so, but, um, you know, both of my kiddos um, have had some pretty severe health concerns this week. Both of them go into the ER the same fucking night. And I don't know if y'all can keep track and keep count, but there's only one of me and it's hard to be in two places at one time. I've been trying to do that my whole life with them. And um, my daughter was five weeks postpartum with the new baby at home and um, checked herself into the ER. And my son is a um, 22 year old senior in college and he checked himself into the ER. And as a mama, a single mom of two, it's like, fuck, how do I be for, there for both of them? And it just went through a week of just um, a lot of challenges. And I will tell you guys, uh, keeping myself afloat was not as easy as I um would have liked for it to been, but I had to give lots of little private moments of gratitude of like finding the good thing. Like it was, it was really important for me to try to manage what was going on in my head. Cause there was a lot of uncomfortable information coming from the doctors and just like, there was just some uncertainty and, you know, you can't fix it for your kids, even though you want to, and that kind of thing. And I will tell you at the, the, 40 hour mark of the journey with my daughter who had been admitted to the hospital. Um, I'd had, had been awake for almost 40 hours and I was very, very depleted. And, um, I had come home and I had taken their dog for them because her husband had the baby and she's in the hospital and it was, it sucked leaving her. And I, I'm trying to do more and more informing as a manifester. I'm still practicing this guys. Everything that we offer in here, we're still, we're still on the journey. It's still our own human experiment and I'm still practicing. And I literally just said to the universe more than once at the hospital, by the way, but I could really use someone that could just give me a fucking energetic hug or something like I'm going to be okay. Cause I'm, I, you know, felt like I was holding a lot and I get home with her precious dog and I'm like ready to collapse and I lay my head down on my pillow. I think I, I am, I'm kind of delirious at this point. I turn my light off. I turn my sound machine on, off, on God, fuck on. <laughs> Sorry. And I literally was just saying, God, it would really nice, be nice if, you know, I could have a warm embrace or just, you know, some kind of connection with just to soothe and comfort me. And you guys, I'm not even joking, but that dog unbeknownst to me propped himself up without me even realizing that he put his little paw on the side of the bed and literally pressed his little mouth to mine. He didn't lick it. He just literally gave me a kiss. And I just literally just let the tears flow because that's what I'd asked for. And in that moment, I feel like I trained my mind to bring to me what I needed. And this gives us, and you know, I needed some love and compassion and you know, when Monique brought this to my attention yesterday, I was like, I get to start looking for those things too, those hearts and finding ways to soothe and comfort myself in those moments and let it be a playful game 
And then we know the power of gratitude and then being grateful for it. And while I tried to really practice that this week and even speaking to the universe of the things that I was grateful for, even in a lot of uncertainty and discomfort, these are all the ways that we get to show awareness to where we have conditioning. Like I could have said, this is too hard. I can't do this. You know, why do I like, I, there could have been a lot of things that was going on. And I was, while some of those things might've felt real, I was searching for a way to have a different thought pattern. And just like the girl, you know, the one person who walks into the restaurant that all she sees are couples and that's what she wants. And so that's, you know, she's low vibe. The other person saw something completely different. And again, it's the opportunity to see where are you and what work may you get to do to help yourself retrain your mind. So there was my rant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You brought up um, a lot of uh, really amazing things were going off on, on my end while you were sharing. And thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, I know it's always um, a choice when you share stuff about you know that are personal like that and and not just with me but with everybody and um I know that that's part of your gig as Cross of Eden but you know you get to choose with that 1222 so I just want to acknowledge that and say thanks for for choosing that because I think that um you know it's it's an I think it's important to to let people know that you know, we're struggling to, and we're going through all the same kind of journeys. And like you said, that you're still, you know, understanding and choosing the process of informing while you're confused and, and or whatever word you use, confused is usually my word, but anyway. Um, and, you know, you brought up gr a great point about conditioning and how we are energetically, we're literally designed to want what we're not, like to desire that which we are not. That's how openness kind of works for us and and I don't want anyone listening to think that sounds bad because um I may have if I if it was out of context and I I the idea here is that we we under we, we understand ourselves in our definition whether that's through our gates our our channels our our centers our profiles or however um and by doing that we understand what we are so when when we start to see that we're desiring something, you know, we get to ask why, or we get to ask, you know, or something like that. But um, conditioning, you, you, when you gave your dog, the dog example too, it really touched my heart. And I, I like, when you were saying it, I heard like you in that moment wanted, you wished you wanted, you desired, a, you know, something like, a warm hug or warm something that was going to comfort you. Right. And, um, and you felt like that's what you needed and, and you got that and you noticed that you got that in that moment. And what if a different version of you, same thing maybe happens and you just don't notice that the dog does that because what you want is like a human. Maybe that's what you're picturing, let's say, or whatever your kid, I don't know anything, whatever it is that we, are picturing right and then and so you just you you know you don't even notice that you literally got what you wanted right but in this moment you chose for yourself and you let the tears flow and you said that and I felt that when you said it um be, because that's what you asked for and you got it 
it didn't look like what you thought and or maybe I don't know maybe it didn't <laughs> I'm just saying it could maybe have not looked like what you thought or it could have been overlooked and um yet still the conditioning is there is kind of what I was getting to like you still you know it's, to me it feels like you know the lesson is here you you have everything you need right here in you or around you if you are living you know tr as true as you can in in any you know moment in any through any experience through whatever I think that you get everything you need we, you know it's just I don't know we don't always notice that or we because we have a different idea maybe or because we just have gotten used to um seeing it this way or any of those things and and but but again that's kind of supposed to happen we're here to be um conditioned to think like I need that I want that I just I need that and I'm gonna it's gonna feel like that's gonna make you know and and I'm here to also learn I don't need that I want that or or and or I'm here to learn oh look I just got that thing it just looked like nothing I thought it was gonna look like because I noticed it because I chose like you did to look to to look for the good even through the bad week through the you know or, you know good and bad are as basic as you can get here with the wording but you know and um I think I think that that that's such a important thing to notice is that it's both are here to happen we're here to have this like convoluted dual experience of desiring that which we are not but also understand through that almost understanding what we are and how we do have like you said I mean the power of our mind um and and in this little exercise how that gets to be shown to us is cool all of these little superpowers that we always talk about are really fun and cool to explore and um and then by doing that, you start to, you know, maybe let go of some conditioning or maybe reframe some conditioning or maybe accept new conditioning to take over or under, just at least understand what is conditioning you in a moment because it's going to happen. And that's the point. But it's, you know, it's our job to kind of get, I think, self-aware enough to um, to navigate that in the best way for ourselves, you know. Hey, you. Yeah, you, the beautiful human listening right now. You, the unique and perfectly designed human deserving of having the life experience you envision and feel for yourself in your soul, in your heart, in your body, because you are enough just by existing and being here as your most authentic best self. I have a question I would like to ask you. Before I ask this question, I would like to invite you to feel your body as you answer it back to yourself, please. If you have a minute or more right now to not just answer with your mind, but also your body in this moment, right now, I think that would be really fantastic. Okay, thanks. I appreciate you hanging on to my words here, waiting for me to ask the question already, but it is an important question. So if I've gotten you to pause and really listen, I believe that is a good thing. Okay, here goes. How do you feel? when you picture yourself getting a truly unique and life-shifting human design reading from not one, but two 
unique humans, one designed to guide and one designed to initiate that are fantastically and wildly obsessed with looking into your unique design and offering all of the brilliance and magic we see when we see you through your chart. Well, good news. It's us, you all. So listen, here's what. As a duo, we offer a really unique opportunity every time you meet with us. We have a beautiful way of initiating and guiding you back to yourself for a lot of reasons, really. The biggest one is we're on the same journey. Everything we offer is because we have either lived it, experienced it, seen it, been near enough to feel it, learned it deeply, and then integrated it. We have had our freaking minds blown by it and couldn't not scream it from the mountaintops. We've had our lives shifted by it, felt the most deep self-love and self-acceptance and compassion for not only ourselves and others by living into this. We love what we do, and we love being on this journey with each other. And now we get to offer doing what we love to do together and being on this journey with you in a deeper way. If you've been thinking about getting a reading and are waiting for a sign, this could be that sign. We are more than excited to now be offering human design reading sessions with us as a dynamic duo. And we cannot wait to meet you. If you're interested, the link to book is in the show notes. We hope to see you soon. And uh, I, when I, it made me feel, you know, I, I wanted to share too what I felt when I was sharing this episode idea with you and I left you the voice memo. I was really um, being honest in the voice memo with, when I sent it to Amy and I was just, I, my week was rough in different ways. Um, not in the like tangible experience of your children's health and all of that and what that brings. Um, uh, mine was my own personal struggle with uh, things that trip me up. And for me, those involve, um, what did I call them? Mundane tasks, <laughs> um, very like directional strategic things that you have to do to get things done. And I don't know, copies and paste that have to be exact or this or that and forms and things and trying to give it an example of what it feels like when I start to have to do all those things. And when, and then not just when I have to do them, but when they start to not work in any way, it really, it really stunts me um, is how I felt. I felt stunted. I felt like I was, I, it, it, felt, it feels like I know I'm getting in my own way, but there's, I don't know what to do about it. I'm still like just knocking into the same wall or running away the wall <laughs> but you know um avoiding confrontation and truth is the not self of the solar plexus and um of, of of the undefined right and um and and you know it's also hard to even admit that those little things are the things that stunt me it's it's really hard for my ego to say that it's really hard for my pride to say that and feel like it's okay that people are still gonna think the most of me or whatever. Um, that I'm still gonna think the most of me if I say that out loud. Like, God, seriously, like a list of things that you just have to do in order, that's what fucks you up here. Um, but yes, yes, in fact it is often. And um, and this week was like a lot of that. And there was like deadlines in the back that are like this, like, oh, pressure in my undefined root. 
Um, also, you know, the not self there is like, like the time management thing is like so overwhelming. Sometimes the weather, I have the motivation to actually do it, the actual literal motivation to start to finish, do the thing that I know I need to do so badly by this deadline. Oh my God. It, it can be an oppressive feeling in my body. It can be like, I literally don't know what to do. I'll like sit and be like, okay, <laughs> just going to sit because I can't do anything at that point. It's like one step is too hard then, you know? So that's how my week went. <laughs> so like I said, challenging in different ways. But um, luckily for me and, and my sanity, I found this episode before. And uh, so I had kind of been doing this heart thing and my daughter's amazing and always adds to my perspective and I get to do it with her. That's always just more joyous because children have a way to do that, right? Um, remind us how to like look at things, you know, or remind us when we forget. But in my voice memo to Amy, this was my thing, is there were days um, where I, you know, forgot maybe to look for the hearts um, that day because it was just, it was just like I couldn't do anything because I felt so stunted. Um, and, you know, you forget is what I was saying to her in the voice. Well, you just fucking forget because it's so hard sometimes in whatever way, whether it's like in the way I just shared for myself, which you can hear is like obviously hard enough that it makes me like emotional to share about, um, whether it's in the ways that Amy shared that it's, you know, this, um, external, like the people that you love type of things that you can't fix and you can't like, you know, like that type of hard struggle type of, and, um, and either way we still have to do life and we still have to choose what we, um, do with our moments and what we focus on in those moments. And so in the moment of me not knowing what to do with myself, I started to clean out my closet because <laughs> that's one of the things that I need to do. That's on my like forever to do list probably since I moved into this apartment which was like eight years ago <laughs> so um I, I was just did that I did like my purses it's an area of the closet that I've been wanting to hit up for like a million years and um I just did that and I was and it's it's I knew it was going to be like there's a lot of shit in my purses guys I was that person so I'm like who knows to clean out every purse and I did that it was just in my closet doing that it's something that I don't necessarily do often that's why there's a lot of shit in the purses to begin with and I have way too many I'm getting rid of whatever and I found while I was cleaning out all of the like whateverness in there uh one I found this bracelet that a friend had given me a long time ago and it was like a smoky quartz and it's made of hearts those crystals shaped in hearts and um so I met that's when I messaged Amy this thing this idea you know I was like kind of crying kind of like just like like and and you know and also and also kind of feeling bad because I know what Amy's going through on her end and as a friend as a human sometimes maybe we feel a little bad bitching about our things like what I just said to somebody that we love that may be experiencing something we know is way harder you know but who gets to say what's way harder right because for me my experience was hard in those moments feeling like super self-challenged in those moments and like not being able to do a fucking thing is hard and that shows up lots of different ways for all of us right and you know that's where 
we get to choose. And in that moment, I chose to leave Amy a voice memo about this idea and like why it was so relevant, right? Because I literally realized, you know, I forgot because this week was challenging and whatever. And, um, but it is love month, like we said, and we want to focus on this idea of self-love. And as I was leaving Amy, the voice memo on, in my closet, going through my purses, I saw a dress hanging in my closet that had like a print that, and this is a dress I bought a while ago and the print on it was, it's whatever, it's a red dress with little black prints on it. And I never saw the prints as hearts before, but in that moment, they looked like little hearts. And I took a picture of that too. And I sent it to Amy and I was like, you know, it's just, it's there. It's there for the taking if we want to, you know? And it's like Mel Robbins says this in the podcast, it's not about, looking for hearts right and like amy said you can look for whatever you want if you don't like hearts i mean vessel of love over here was like yay hearts let's look for hearts but um i think that the idea here is that it's hard in those moments it's hard as fuck sometimes to even remember to look for anything good hard or otherwise anything to be grateful for anything you know that's gonna be okay like anything that feels solid or or stable or anything that doesn't feel like you're about to like go under because it's just too much, right? In those moments, it's hard to do that. And in those moments, we're meant to do that so that we can um, be better for ourselves, so that we can choose better for ourselves, so that we can notice all the betterness around us because it's both, both are there for us, you know, and design talks about this a little bit with perspective and transference and stuff like that, but it's, how are we looking at things? You know, am I, am I, am I tripping myself up because I can't do these mundane tasks because that really, because I hate that about myself or am I not liking that about myself because I think everybody else can do this and I can't, and I'm comparing myself to that because it was that for me in this moment. So I can choose to not think about it that way. I can choose to be like, even if even if I'm right and every single other person can do this and this one thing is completely challenging for me, even if that's the case, it's okay. That's, that's what it is. And it doesn't mean that I'm, you know, um, not deserving of whatever else is next for me. And it doesn't mean that I'm not, um, you know, okay. It doesn't mean that I'm, you know, flawed in some like completely unfixable. It doesn't mean I'm not going to get through it. It doesn't mean it's going to feel like this forever. Um, all of those things. And, and, but what it does mean is a little bit what you said, like the, I can, I can choose to stay in that. I can choose to stay in that feeling of like, I'm an idiot, obviously. I don't know how to do this and everybody else does. And I'm, there must be something wrong with me. Or I can choose to just let it go and go do something else and trust that I am going to get that thing done or I'm going to find someone to help me do it. But not like this, not with that attitude. I say that joke all the time at work, <laughs> but not with that. You know, it's like, um, if I am, if I'm out here telling myself these things, then that's what I'm going to see. That's what I'm going to believe. And, you know, we've, we've talked about that in other ways, but I love the idea of, talking about it in this way because this is a practical applicable experimental way to try in your life and see if you can find some arts and what that means for you what that could bring up for you in terms of 
how you feel about yourself and what you're capable of or not capable of and what it, and your limits and if that's okay or or if you want to break through that and it's you know not or 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 whose gauge are you even going by because please 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 make sure it's yours you know please because that's hyper important and um you know we're so quick to trip ourselves up based on some other um conditioning factor that has played into our belief system and it's deep you guys it's deep like we have to uncover this stuff slowly and go through the things like these even little things like that like a moment in my closet and big things like amy's two children going to the er the same night we you know we're, we're gonna have to do these things and and so the control here we don't control any of that right in that moment my my sentiments my feelings felt out of my control even even though they maybe you could say weren't they felt that way um until i realized that i could choose what i was focusing on and thinking of and and fixating on or what even what i was doing you know i i i didn't logically go to my closet to to, to clean out my purses in that moment i did that from a place of like i don't know what the fuck else to do I can't do anything else that I need to do right now I don't know what you know and but but because I did that I had that moment I found some things noticed a heart or two and I went on with my day you know and then today I did that thing that I was like really fucked up about that day you know and I think I did it right today and I feel pretty good about it for myself and it took longer than maybe somebody else could do it and that's okay. And, um, and I don't truly care about that when I think about that for myself. Like, I don't, the only reason that I care that it took longer is because I know that, uh, that others can do it easier. And so that, then that makes me feel like it less than or something, you know, but that's comparison and that's conditioning and all of that. And, and yeah, and, yeah. that's the difference between those two people walking in the restaurant, right? Correct. There's no comparison if it's just empowering yourself to be aware of the experience and then really invite yourself to choose to have a different experience, a different perspective. That's for sure. Thank you for sharing all that. I know this lands exactly for who it's meant to, and we're not going to dilute how any of us experiences like for you in that moment, those mundane tasks that it can really take us down and it can take us down in the event we've had an experience before, which by the way, folks, we hold all of that bullshit within us. And we do that often to protect ourselves so that it's like fight or flight. If we go to be triggered to have that experience again. And as you were sharing that, I was just thinking to myself, what a great opportunity when we are experiencing something, trying to tie this into your design. So in that moment, you and I don't have defined sacral. You don't have a defined root. There's just lots of um, where we could compare ourselves and think less of ourselves. And it's like in those moments where we see where some of that, um, we kind of get confirmation of why it feels more challenging for us, but the conditioning is still there why not take that moment then to look for that heart and then, you know, energetically grab it and put it next to yours and remind yourself that you're enough. 
and that, you know, you can find the hearts and the little breadcrumbs to um, deeply loving and accepting yourself. Because I know for myself this week, um, my open heart was all out for everyone. And that fucking undefined sacral, never knowing when enough was enough. Well, I kind of knew, but I just kept giving and giving and giving and giving. And there were moments that I can say I'm proud of. I was um, transporting breast milk back and forth because my daughter obviously is a breastfeeding mom. And, um, you know, it was just like, I'm so grateful that I have a couple moments for myself as I drive this to recenter and reground myself. Like it was okay that I needed something. And in, and a version of myself just literally a month ago wouldn't have even probably let myself be okay with the fact that I needed something and even articulate it. And I shared, you know, some of that, even with Monique in some texts that, you know, it's just like, oh my God. I mean, I really feel like for the first time in my life, I can say I met my limit this week. And I think that that is awareness for myself and that is showing compassion to myself and deep self-love and that it is okay that I need because, you know, my conditioning is that I don't need anything. And in that moment, after, you know, really long stretch of um, uncertainty and a lot of, um, it wasn't that it was fear. It was just like, I don't like anything that I'm hearing, you know, it's just, and, and like I said, I did not feel like I could fix it. The five in me wanted to fucking fix it. I wanted to fix it. I wanted to take it away. I wanted to make it mine. I did not want to see my kiddo going through that. And, um, just noticing that it was okay that I was feeling all those things in that moment and that I meeting my limit needing things like those are things that I had a lot of conditioning about that I wouldn't have allowed myself to express. And I probably would have self-soothed in some not so great ways that I've done in the past. And instead I chose to kind of retrain my mind and give myself some spaciousness. And, um, even if it was just a couple of minutes transporting that milk back and forth, just to say, I'm good. You know, I'm okay. This is going to be okay. I can breathe. I can cry really big crocodile tears and then come back and bring back the courage and the positivity that, you know, often I hold for others. And so maybe in those moments when we notice some areas in our design that illuminate where we've got conditioning, we can look for some hearts and remind ourselves that we're enough and we can always retrain ourselves um, in spite of everything we might've gone through, even when it feels fucking hard. And you like, I love that you took yourself from the setting that felt really hard and invited yourself to do something else. I know how much you love your closet. And then you let yourself find, it wasn't you were in pursuit, right? You were not in pursuit of looking for those hearts, but in finding them that offered something different for you. Mm -hmm. And Sometimes it's those kinds of things where we can see, okay, we can give this to ourselves or mm -hmm. it, like you said, with me, with, you know, when my daughter's dog 
put his little nuzzle to mine, I wanted that connection. And it, that wasn't necessarily in the way, but it, I knew I got it as soon as it happened. It was like, I literally said, thank you. It was, I mean, I said it out loud because I knew that my message had been received, that I was asking for it. And then it was also granted. And maybe finding those hearts are ways that you can see the breadcrumb trail, the power that you hold. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes we give our power away and we give it thinking that someone else is going to bring us, do for us, give us whatever. And we can give and be and do that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's okay that we do that and still want it and desire it from the other, but let's not discount what we can do for ourselves. And in our own ways, we tried to do that this week for sure. And if we're going to lighten this up and say, okay, so if you're someone that this is a challenging time of year, it's triggering what kind of games can you infuse into your daily experience to remind you, you've got this. It's, it, it can be enough for you to love yourself. Where do you see areas where you have some absolutes that maybe we can try to transform into something that's working for you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I love everything you said so much. I just, um, I didn't even really think about the fact that I love my closet. And when you said that, <laughs> I do love my closet, you guys. I, I spend time in there often, sometimes crying, sometimes happy, just depends. Um, it's just a place where I feel like me, I guess. And, um, and like, you know, it makes sense. All the things that I like to put on that express me being me are, are there. And um, I happen to have one of those like walkthrough closets. So it's kind of nice. It's like a hallway. Reminds me, it's like very sex in the city. Anybody yeah. that watched that show, you know, okay, yeah. closet. That's what it gives yeah, that's me. That's so true. Yeah. It's just yeah, I love theories. it. Yeah. It makes me feel good. I mean, obviously, like the clothes in there are a little not the same, but they're all my own. And I have spent time and love and energy collecting a lot of the pieces that I do have. And you guys know I've talked about how much I love my shit. I keep it forever. But um, I didn't really think about that. And you know, I I've been doing that more and more. I left, I told Amy a story today also about um when I let my spleen, my intuition drive the car, like do the thing, um, it really does look out for me. You know, it really does look out for me. And I, I am, I'm being shown this like time and time again. And I, it's, it's weird because sometimes I don't realize that I'm doing that. And, or sometimes I, I really, um, I don't, I don't yeah, I like till after I'll see what, what, it, but so another, I, I think I have said this on the podcast, but one of the ways that I can tune into my splenic um, knowingness right away is um, if I'm going through my closet and like trying to like get rid of stuff or like, you know, don't like whatever. I don't know if everybody does this, but every now and then I'll go through and I will get rid of some things in my closet that I no longer want or need or whatever. And, um, and I can pick up a thing in my closet and if, if I, now that I know this, but if I pick it up right away, I can feel like, look at it and just feel if I need to keep this thing or not. It's not like really like why or anything like, it's just, do I need to keep this thing or not? It's like literally like that, the need to keep this thing or not. 
That's what it feels like. And when I, but I can really quickly um, override that and say, oh, but it's so cute. Or, oh, but I might get cold one day in Miami where I live. Or, oh, but I need, you know, whatever. But I can literally hold a thing in my hand, in my closet. And I, if you're Selenic out there or whatever, if you want to just play around with your intuition, I encourage you to do this because this is a way for that for me, that body awareness, like just I tune in really quickly. And uh, maybe it's my stuff because I like my stuff. I don't know. But so I can hold something really quickly and know whether I'm meant to keep it or not. Now that I kind of know this, I can like go through my things really fast and decide before it was like, oh, do I want this? Am I getting rid of this? Da, da, da. Go back and forth. Um, ask my best friend, Jeannie, who's tried to help me go through my closet like many times in my life and how painful that must have been for her because me, like, I don't know, maybe, I, but like I can tell right away when I grab something. And so instinctively, my body took me into my closet, a place I love, and started grabbing things and um, going through them, which is kind of fun for my channel of curiosity investigator person, like who knows what we'll find. And, um, and then go like, you know, able to quickly grab, well, I don't need that person anymore. Boom. And I was in a mood, obviously, because I was, I felt like I was failing at fucking everything else. So I was like, do I need this? Yes or no? No. Cool. Bye. Do I need this? Yes. Cool. Live. <laughs> Bye. Like, cool. You're staying on the shelf. It was like this, like instinctive, like go. And all of a sudden I had energy to what go through my purses. Like I didn't have energy to do anything else. Obviously in that moment, I couldn't do anything I needed to do so bad. Right. But I did need to do that too. Obviously, like I said, I've, it's been on the back burner for, and it felt really good actually to get it all done. I'm not going to lie. Um, and the discovery I made, like you said, brought me back to the hearts and I had forgotten about the hearts like I said because of days like this week that felt hard and I just I think it's powerful shit in the episode Mel Robbins um refers to it as heart science and I fucking love that and I think it's cool to think about these worlds always like intersecting like nature and science and like you know our minds and the ability to see and our like spirituality and what does that mean and like where do i i love when those two worlds can intersect when we can like intersect magic and science like let's look for hearts and see what happens literally resetting our brain pathways or whatever the fuck science wise right but we're also having fun and looking for you know that's i don't know for me that just feels like the right way to approach it because it's gonna it's hard it's gonna get hard there's gonna be times where it's just feels unbearable like how can I possibly take any more I can't right it's gonna feel like that that's life and um and then you're going to get through it and you're going to have moments that make you feel like you're on top of the world and and no you know all the I mean I'm splenic I'm learning this so much um but every moment is different right and we're not going to be in this moment forever we're not going to be in the next moment forever like you know it's gonna everything can can change you know and and it could not we don't know so um what we have control over like you said is our mindset a bit and I you know I love that you do a lot of mindset work because you've shown me a lot of that it's not really something that I had a lot of exposure to and um like you said uh, like we're saying this episode inspired by Mel Robbins who also is like mindset and um, I'm just, to me, that's just, like I said, it's this, it's this like bridge from like, you know, magic and science for me. That's what it feels like. It feels like a way to connect the mystical and the for real, you know, a way to just like 
God, like, you know, and my eight-year-old can get it and I can get it and, you know, whatever. And, you know, I, I mean, wouldn't it be nice if I could expect all of the generators in my life to not expect me to output at like they do? Wouldn't it be nice if they knew how hard it was literally for me to do the things that they don't even think twice about doing? And I don't mean that to sound like snarky, because it's not, that's who you are, you beautiful generator. You be that, please, like, please. The more like that you're that, the more I get to learn and watch and do it. But that you're not here to know anything. I'm not here to expect that from you, nor are you here to necessarily understand that about me, you know? And so for me to, to, to demand that or expect that or require that, um, I could do that, but it's, I don't know how far that's going to get me. I think it's going to get me way further if I realize what I am in charge of and what I can, you know, um, I can, I can show, I can, I can state my boundaries. I can get better with that. I can show what I am capable of. I can, I can admit what I, what's hard for me. I can ask for help when I see that, man, I'm getting fucking close to my limit here. I just don't think I can do this. Right. And, and I don't have to feel bad about that is, is the end piece because, um, because me understanding that only makes me more powerful, only makes me more able to self-empower because I am understanding myself and not expecting it's not about the next person understanding me. That's not, that's not what this is about. I mean, it's cool if they do, it's nice. That's great. Um, but, um, but, you know, I, I mean, obviously we need each other to understand ourselves, especially me over here, projector life, but I'm just saying we have so much available to ourselves in ourselves and just around us. And if we, if we choose to put ourselves in places that around people and, spaces that make us feel like ourselves and feel like we can be that it, it I think that's helpful too and um and I think we all of that breeds to like more self-trust like us realizing that we can we can like control whether we in that moment fall deeper into that hole or go somewhere else and look for hearts that's some level of control right in this crazy wild life where we get thrown things that and you know and like I mean I didn't expect to be stunted by some you know feel like I should be able to hack that by now <laughs> but these lessons keep coming up for us um so that we can learn ourselves um accept ourselves maybe I don't know uh, you know know that um know that we still get to love ourselves deeply even when the conditioning um or comparison thing that has been shown to us or taught to us or absorbed in us um, shows up. We, we, you know, we still get to deeply love ourselves and, and it's gonna be challenging perhaps from time to time, but it's not impossible unless we feel it's impossible. Yeah. Right. Beautifully said. So many beautiful nuggets, I hope. I do, I, I, do. I deeply know and trust that you know, what we're sharing today is just going to land for who it's meant to. I, I always believe in that. And I'm sure our listeners can hear some heaviness from us and that's okay too. I'm not going to apologize mm -hmm. for it. And we're offering, and you know, like I said, the episode's going to be in the show notes. You're probably going to have your own epiphanies. Um, and what, what a, we're offering is just another way for you to 
have some deep compassion and, you know, find some breadcrumbs for yourself. And if that's by finding hearts and it can shift a perspective of something that you're in the moment experiencing, why not? Why mm-hmm. not remind ourselves that we can retrain like what, it, and for many of us, maybe has been conditioned and wired in there for a long time, but if we can do this in this one area and see how it shifts our nervous system and how we feel about something in the moment and has us looking at things a little bit differently, sky's the limit, right? We can mm-hmm. do that with anything. And uh, why not do that in a month with so much intention around love? This podcast alone, we have so much intention around love. And so that's what we felt like we were offering. And um, like I said, I just trust it lands to who it's meant for. And I can um, very honestly say that I am out of energy. <laughs> and we're trying to honor that for ourselves this week too. That was, I used the word bandwidth a lot this week. Like, I do not feel like I have the bandwidth for that. And um, I'm proud of myself because the old version of me would have just, powered through everything and I'm not here for that anymore I'm not fucking built for that so yeah yes same 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 sis I mean I feel you you know I could I could definitely picture an older version of myself um going through the last week differently and um and really just hurting myself through it Mm-hmm. Um, really hurting myself, literally hurting myself through it. And I'm I'm thinking about my chart, you know, and I'm thinking about my channel of surrender. I surrendered. I surrendered. Definitely. Right. Then I got curious a little bit. And even my perfected form, man, I think that's why I like the heart game so much. You know, perfected form wants to make everything around it pretty and like good and stuff like that and perfect. And um, you know, the idea that finding hearts in nature or yeah. in our everyday mundane yeah. lives. um you know makes it more perfect to me and and you know like I was kept saying it's that connective of magic and you know and I'm hopeful that I I trust too that this is going to land like you said for for whoever it is for and I'm also out of energy I'm not going to keep you but um I trust that if there are more logical thinkers out there and you're hearing this and you know maybe it sounds a little too whatever the experiment with it some other way that does connect for you please because this, like I said, it's not about the, it doesn't have to be about the hearts or the magic and connection or anything that necessarily we see, obviously this is our personal perspective, um, but it, I would love if it could show you how powerful you are for yourself. Yes. And that's what, that's what our hope here is, is that this really empowers you to, to experiment with your self and what you can show yourself is um, impossible, is possible in terms of your perspective and what you're willing to see and notice and believe and trust in and all that good stuff so much yes beautiful yeah and with that we are signing off and we love you so much and happy february love yourself happy love month um please share this episode if you think it'll land with somebody that you know or that you love um you know hit us up on the socials we really really love and appreciate that write us a review if you're feeling super generous um let us know how you feel bad comment questions we love it all yes we love it awesome all right all right love yourself until next time bye for now bye bye thank you so much for tuning into this episode we hope you found it inspiring and digestible if you like what you heard 
it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is.